Live. This is the Vision View Sports Show. We are live on BBSR.live and Vision View TV with Cesar Mabena, DK Chavalala, Chloe Grace, and Tanaka Mundwa. I'm quite stressed now, not knowing when you're watching this from wherever you are, but we are uh, 24 hours removed from Valentine's Day. Okay. <laughs> oh, you, you didn't look like you are aware of that at all. Like, I'm telling you news. Did you know we're in February right now, Steve? Yes, I knew in Feb. But are you serious? It's the middle of February already. Yeah, we're middle of February. Uh, Valentine's on the 14th, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It's the 13th now. Yeah, exactly. Wow, okay. Time Doesn't flies. time just fly, right? Cheapest. I'm just thinking it's like the 5th, 6th. It's actually quite scary. Yeah. If you think about it. But yeah, we are... So what's scary about Valentine's? Well, commitments. Yeah? You get me? Like, for the longest time, I kind of pulled that... I don't believe in it kind of jazz. Yeah. Right? But these new age women just have like counterattacks for everything. You understand? Yeah. Um, they're like, ah, oh, that's your personal decision. I believe in it. So now what? You get Ooh, me? Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm a bit pressed. It's come at the wrong time. Yeah. It yeah. always feels like it's at the yeah, wrong time. It's never the right I n- time. I've never felt prepared for any Valentine's Day. Like I'm never like, oh yeah, this Valentine's Day I feel ready for. Yeah. Uh, unprepared as always. And now I'm scrambling. No, me and I, a lot of people, I'm sure. I think, I think since... I can actually remember the year. Mm-hmm. I, just, I was living in Pretoria. I think it was around 2002. No, not earlier. Maybe 2000. I made the decision, no more Valentine's. Yeah. And fortunately, throughout my life, uh, whatever's happened since, really? uh, it's never really mattered. Why did you make that decision? I just didn't buy into it anymore. You know, I went to Catholic school. Yeah. And there's a lot of things, you, like dates and like Arbor Day. And, yeah. and after a while, you just decide which are more important. Like Christmas is no longer a big deal to me, yeah. except for the religious reasons why Christmas is there. But the whole um, Black Friday, all of those, yeah, like, sure. it's all just marketing schemes. For sure. And when you look into Valentine's Day, this whole St. Valentine's um, issue was one of the background. I can't remember the, the full story. It was a tragedy there somewhere. But, yeah, but it wasn't a love story. Mm. You know what I mean? And for me, it was just like, ah... Uh, but fortunately, like I say, the people I've been with since then have been cool with it. Have been all right. So I've never stressed about Valentine's. The only thing that was on my mind about this Valentine's mm. is that Bafana Bafana is coming back. Uh, oh, At, yes. Yeah, four in the morning. So Four in the morning? I think it's four in the morning. That's what oh, I so heard. you didn't want us to see them? Yeah. <laughs> they, they really had no intentions about being there. That's the only other thing. Oh, back on Valentine's Day. If, if that third place meant as much, we, it surely would have been scheduled differently. Well, they should be here at about midday. You 4 a.m.? I think. That's the message I got. I don't know how true it is, but 4, four in the morning. I, I got some uh, journalists who I have on WhatsApp, and they're all like, see you at the airport. I don't, maybe they weren't aware. Unless my, my message is wrong. Yeah. Whoever gave me the message. But yeah, I got the message. That 4 a.m.? I've never, I've never heard of that in my life. Bruh, who does that? Okay. Unless so you're sneaking into the country. Definitely not going to be there now. No. Nah. I, I wasn't interested in being there after the third place finish anyway. Really? Not at all. Wait, 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 what's wrong with the third place finish? There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, it's, it's a much higher than we expected. Much higher, but still not go to the airport for worthy. I don't know. This time, I think, I think we as fans owe them now. We're indebted to them. Owe they them qualified, what? they came third. Um, we haven't done this since the 90s, bro. Agreed. You know? I just think third place will always be what third place is, irrespective. For me, you're third in, in, a, in a football tournament means absolutely squat. Because nobody remembers who finished third. We barely remember second. We'll remember this. Yeah, for sure. No, we have to. We have to. I remember our last third place was in 2000. So. Do you remember who finished third in 2019? No. 20, okay. No. I can keep going. I'm no, just, no, no. Let me just leave it there. <laughs> Even in some tournaments, I commented it. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm very curious to see, and I hope it's not 4 a.m. for the sake of no, I hope I'm wrong. my litmus test. Because yeah. a lot of people were like, 
thank you, but finally you've made us believe again, we'll go again. Yeah, that's, that's, you see, that's the only thing I... Look, look, forget the airport, but I'm glad people want to go, even if it's four. But I'm just saying, as long as people believe again. Mm. Not that we're the greatest, but that we're working our way. Mm. That's, that's the only thing that really matters right now. Yeah, there was a lot of high points from the Bafana Bafana performance. Yeah. I just wonder if all this shared enthusiasm and excitement will carry itself into game day, right? And into actual tangible support versus just like keyboard warriors who have a lot to say. Yeah, for that's the thing. And clicks. That's the thing. But in the reality of it all, between now and the next game, it's out of sight, out of mind. And that's typically what happens, right? You know, um, uh, Mark Fish yeah. um, played everywhere, it's done everything. He's won FCONs, he's qualified for World Cups. Goes, I was with, working with him last year at the beach soccer mm-hmm. in, Durban. in Durban. In fact, we're working again next month. And um, goes off and he goes off to the, uh, the Springbok game. Like, imagine, this is Mark Fish who's been around... He's, he's done it all. Mm. Comes back from the Springbok, Springbok game and he's like, see, yo, you won't believe this, bro. I'm mm. like, what? It's like, have you been to the Springbok game? I'm like, yeah, quite a few. He's like, no, that was his first. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, no, mm. but it's so different from football. It's yeah. an experience. Incredible. There's so much going on socially that, yes, then there's the rugby, which is just the cherry on top. Yeah. But you can take your kids there. It's, it's an experience. And he was saying how he never really thought about taking his kids to a football but for a game. It's not the same experience. And I was like, yeah, but the cricket is similar. He says, cricket yes, also, the cricket yeah. is very similar. Um, in that it's different, but it's an experience. Um, and that's what Safa has to come to the party with. Um, and South African football. That's where we need to catch up. We're going to a game, you struggle for parking, if it's a big game, for an hour, two hours. It takes you another, what, 30, 45 minutes to find your spot. The game starts, you leave. You struggle for another two, three hours getting yeah. out of there. It's not a nice experience, barring the night, sorry, Barring the year 90... Bless you, my friend. Barring the year 90 minutes of the game, it's not really a nice experience. Mm. And Safa has to work on that. People will come back, but Safa has to work on that. Yeah, I Think lie. Super Bowl. Oh, what, a, what a festival, what an occasion. It's just the halftime period is the most talked about thing for about a month. Whenever the, the world Super, over. World over. You I mean. don't love the Super Bowl. Uh, or dude, I don't even know the score of the game. Absolutely zero. Uh, uh, by the way, on that note, I, wa- I woke up in the morning yesterday. Yeah? And... Ironically, the first thing I see on my YouTube is... Asha. No, 24 minutes of game highlights from the Kansas... I don't know who was there. Kansas 49ers team. and... Yeah. yeah. I don't know who was playing. The, yeah, I, think it was the I know 49ers. Kansas because I know Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The yeah it's huge. I watched the sports and I was like... I, I feel like I'm putting this in the bucket with Formula One is not a sport, <laughs> you know? Like, for the first time, I was like, what is this? What, what is the... You know, people talk about NFL and Americans, of course, love their NFL, right? But... For the most part, sees you're on a team of about 100 people, yeah. some of whom are only dedicated to do a specific thing. Let's just put it this way. 95% of your team never touches the ball the whole season. Do you understand? The whole season. You don't see it. <laughs> so you, you get up your for a season bone crush. To, to be a blocker or whatever yeah, the position is. Yeah, you Where you, you, you're essentially just trying to protect this. And don't get me wrong, it's nuanced. And I, but as I watched the 24 minutes, for the first time I've ever sat down and watched it, I've, I've anything watched to do with the NFL for that long. Yeah. I'm like for for ninety five percent of this of the squad, there is no sport being no, played here. It's violence. There's there's two dudes maybe quarterback. Yeah. Those and guys who run the wide it. receiver, yeah, yeah um, who've done really well. But everybody else is just taking up space essentially in yeah. in a very literal way. Yeah. And I wanted to put out my WhatsApp status because I know I got like three or four, and Paul McLaurin included, mm. three or four dudes who really love and actually woke up for the sport. I really wanted to hear their response, but I'm like, what what? I, I, what is this? 
I, 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 I'll be honest, I took an interest in the sport very young. I'm yeah. talking 10, 8 years old because of the movies. Mm. You know, when you watch movies, oh, yeah. oh, remember the oh, titles, oh, remember oh, yeah, yeah. all of that stuff. And, and so I've always been interested in the movies just got better and better. It's actually the sport uh, with the best Sunday. movies, by the way. Yeah, best there movies. Is no best sporting sport movies. That can do um, that. Yeah. Um, and then there was a time when I thought, no, um, let me actually watch the games. Yeah. Nah, bra. Like the action. It's five seconds. You kidding me? Then the stoppage is another three minutes. Then there's action, but the action is literally five seconds before a stoppage. Yeah. Three seconds, two seconds, ten seconds at most. And then there's a stoppage. It's, it's like, it, nah. It's so... Sto- and and nah. look, I appreciate it tactically, right? The fact yeah. that, like, you have to set it up to give your team the best advantage. Mm. From a tactical perspective, yeah. I can imagine there's a lot. Sure. But I'm speaking to the actual person now yeah. on the... What... I watch Patrick Mahomes, who, by the way, they're saying is the greatest of all time. I've been watching his highlights package. Sheer uh, talent. Well, yeah. I wouldn't know what to compare him to. I'm not. I know there's big names. Tom Brady, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But I watched it and I was like, this is the least greatest of all time. And obviously people were still chomping on about how great he was in that game. I saw none of it. I saw... I looked at him and I was like, okay. <laughs> you know you watch... If I told you Ronaldo's the greatest of all time and I put on the game when he scored a hat-trick V... Who was it? Spain in the I can't remember what competition, or or even some of his Champions League feats. And I said Messi's the greatest of all time. And I put on a Messi a compilation. You would watch that and think to yourself, yeah. I'm seeing something very special. Yes. So this is greatness outside of what sports you know and appreciate. Was, See football. Runs a couple football, yards. Whoever wins. Yeah. Here's my issue with football. American football. Yeah. Let's call it American football. Okay. Not fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, whoever wins, doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter how well or how badly your opponents play, if I win, and the quarterback of my winning team is going to be the star, regardless. Because mm. now it's almost like he's the brains of the whole play. Yeah, it's fact. not. It's not. That's why I, I feel it's so unfair, that sport. Once you follow it, it's like, nah, come on. You're telling me there's 100 people here that show up for yeah. training every day. Yeah. And big guys, small guys, runners, yeah. whatever. Um, receivers and, and so on, and the kickers, there's like two kickers per team. Um and out of all of those people's work, if we win, only the quarterback gets... Yes, yeah, he's the, he's the guy. And, nah. and it even goes as far... And nah. I remember having this conversation, and maybe things have changed since then. It was a while ago, contractually as well. Mm. There's only a couple of positions on an NFL team that are guaranteed. Yes. Meaning if the other dudes get injured, that's it. That's it. You're not getting paid that season. Dude. Blockers, whatever they're called. The worst is the injuries. It's... It's, the worst is if you follow NFL and the NFL stories around the injuries these guys suffer mm. and what the NFL then does after your injury. Mm. It's a sad story. Yeah. Sad sport. You only have to watch that Will Smith movie, right? Yeah. A little bit more context. Um, sad sport in that, like you say, 95% of the guys are running around just mm. bone crushing all day long for years. And throwing their bodies in the way as well. Yeah. They're taking the punishment as well. It's like, no, it's crazy. I would really love to hear from devout NFL American football supporters in terms of what it is about that sport that really captured their attention? What, what, what is it about that thing that was like, hmm? Because everything else I can kind of see and appreciate. That one I, I watched for 24 minutes and was underwhelmed throughout. Yeah. Nothing felt special. Basketball you watch, which is a very American sport as well. And I, I'm sorry, but you watch basketball and you have a very... If, if you understand it, you don't even have to understand. Even outside of dude, you don't even have to, we could appreciate you. Kobe. We yes. could appreciate LeBron, but long before yes. I ever knew what the, who the Philadelphia mm-hmm. 76ers were, mm-hmm. when we only knew the Lakers. Yep. You know, yep. when we only knew about LeBron James. Watch, watch one game, you're just like wow, or one playoff it. series, you're like we wow. Okay, I get all the roles. Okay, 
Um, you know, so American football is the one I'm sport. Glad, I didn't think you were going to agree with nah, me. No, no, no. I thought Man, I was on an island. The thing is, I'm from a rugby playing country. Yeah. So when you look at that, and you look at rugby, mm. nah, come on. Fair enough. Come on. And uh, what's with the pads? What's the cheapest? <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 wow, guys, like, really? Like, have you seen the rugby guys? What's digging? with the pads? I mean, like, come on, kids. Yeah. But, but then I get it. Like, if I'm going to run at full speed, and literally dive into your upper body yeah. with my whole body. Like, yeah, okay, fine. You need yeah. the protection. But that's a dumb sport to start with for me. Yeah. If I can run at full speed and do whatever I want to your body, man, one guy can flip you, hit you low, I hit you high, same time. Yeah. We can break you, bro. That's true. It's, it's, the, the, the tackling rules there are very different. Congratulations, Patrick Mahomes and um, the Kansas City Chiefs. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, hope City wife is, I hope his wife is... Did you know... The NFL did a whole, and I was surprised by this, outside of Usher and halftime performance, did a whole Taylor Swift compilation. What? The NFL official page on YouTube. She's going on to the teammates of these. Yeah. Something Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They did a whole four-minute compilation Mm. of Taylor Swift's best moments, which is Taylor Swift just watching the game. Yeah, in the VIP suite. In the VIP section. Now, she had a bit of an issue about a month or two ago. Incredible. um, Where the fans hate her. Because oh, really? I reckon ever since she started dating Kelsey, his game is not at the same level. The performance has come up. So what happens is, and it's not really her fault, the thing is, naturally you've got Taylor Swift in the stands, yeah. the directors will be like, hey, one of the cameras, find me Taylor Swift. Mm. So in any given game, they cut to her, like, way too much. Yeah. And let's say Kelsey has a blunder, yeah. you cut to her, what do you... Yeah. What, you know oh, what I mean? Must, Subliminally, what are people thinking? She must be the emotion you know? <laughs> of the moment. So they, yeah. they take it all out on her yeah. to a point where she wants to go to the games but has to hide and, really? and hope they don't spot her just to go and show support. So I'm like, wow, it's crazy. What's going I, on with that? I just, the fact that I know that is just crazy. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> like, I mean, of course you're not But crazy. yeah, I'm a, I'm a big, I've been a, a big Mahomes fan. Not a fan, but I've just been trying to follow his story um, over the last six months, yeah. funny enough, to find out why he's the best. Yeah, what makes him the yeah, best. Yeah, because they've, yeah, they've been making noise. Yeah, See, look, the whole reality program thing as well doesn't help. He's got a reality show. He had one, which oh. didn't help because his wife came across as oh, a, bit. a bit crazy. So, but he's got the followers. Imagine, sorry, see, just a side note. Oh, and his brother's also the problem. Really? Yeah. His brother's a TikTok oh. superstar. Um, and whenever Patrick is doing interviews or whatever, his brother's in the back so busy. doing stupid things, uh, like dancing or whatever. But then it went one step further to where the brother, because of now his celebrity status, the brother's now, mm. um, he went to some restaurant where his friend's stepmom is running the restaurant. She went to the back, he followed her to the back, and, and um, this camera's there. And uh, jumped in her face and did all sorts of things to her. But nothing, didn't go all the way, but he tried to make out with her, and she was fighting him his off. His mother's friend? Yeah, his friend's mother. His friend's stepmom. I'm so scared of this TikTok generation, mate. These guys are doing crazy things for clicks. So now the crazy thing is, after all of that, obviously she reports him. And the court case starts. It was a um, court case. Yeah. Um, uh, the restaurant is now shut down. No one's supposed to, the town supposed to the restaurant after she reported them. Um, it's been attacked a few times. Um, she now wants nothing to do with the business. Of, Googling him. And it was a, a successful restaurant. She now wants nothing to do with it. She regrets ever having reported this kid and wants nothing to do with the Mahomes or anything that's happened since she got to know the Mahomes. She just wants a quiet life. I'm trying to see this dude. I don't know who this dude is. Mahomes' brother. Weird-looking tall dude. Weird-looking. 
It's the nice thing about having a super successful sibling. Yeah. You can just do what you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, my biggest dream is that my sister cracks 100 million or something. You're, like you're chilling. I'm, <laughs> I'm just her brother. Yeah. I don't even have to have a first name. No, 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 no. I'm her brother. That's yeah. it. And that's my go-to. So, um, what also hurt was that the court case got thrown out. Oh. was found not guilty, which makes no sense because there's cameras. There's footage of what happened there. But um, clearly, the Mahomes have a lot of power in their city or town or whatever. I'm going to look into this, and of course they do. I'm That's a very sure. interesting story. Probably got the key to the city after that. Yeah, very interesting story. Um, can we just quickly talk about uh, how the AFCON ended? I know we are like four days later. Yeah. All right, but whatever. It's our first chance to talk since. It is, yeah, yeah. since yeah. We talk on this platform. Yeah, least. yeah. The most unlikely of winners, mm. the host name. And that's, you know, when I watch Cody Bar, I was like, that's why you host the tournament. That's yes. what you hope happens when you host yes. the tournament. Yes. You could feel after particularly that Senegal game, I think the Senegal game was what they needed, right? Turned it all around. It turned the whole kind of perspective about them yeah. around that negativity that was permeating the stadium via the fans all of a sudden was something completely different. Out the window. And now it was this unwielding support till the last whistle. Yeah. And you could see the players kind of get five times better just in confidence alone. And from that point, we had a problem. Look... For going into the tournament, one of my favorites. I wouldn't say favorites, favorites, but they were in my top five. Maybe fifth in my I top five. I had them nowhere. I had them maybe Particularly fifth. after seeing them play, I was like, well, yeah. nothing. So first game comes by. I thought, okay, yeah. They Good first game. Looked, yeah, looked decent for home team. Um, after that, I'm thinking, wow, what rubbish. Um, then they fired their coach. Then they find out after they fired him that they've actually qualified. They qualified, yeah. Only after they fired the coach, which also is like, what were you guys thinking? Yeah. So I was like, uh, I think they thought guys, like we did. There's no chance. Yeah, but I was like, uh, after that, I was thinking there's, there's no chance, really, with all that's going on, including the firing of the coach. But once they beat Senegal, then Mali, mm. then you're like, hey, you gotta sit back and think, okay, these guys could be onto something. Yeah. And uh, once they reached the semifinals, I kept saying now to people, no, here's my winners, because mm. of the home support, all of that. Once it all turned, yeah. there was a different the tide shifted. And, and, and Nigeria didn't deserve it in my book as well. So. In what sense? They won matches, they, they defended well, but yeah, that was it. They, they, yeah, they didn't these, lose matches, they didn't win matches. For yeah, but you also gotta be kind. I mean, at this point, it doesn't matter, right? The mm. only thing that matters is that you get there, that you give yeah. yourself that chance. Yeah. Like, we're never going to sit here had Nigeria won it five years from now and be like, but they didn't play five great games. No, 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 it doesn't no. matter that no, they did it. No. I, 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 you know, my, I probably say this because I also had picked Nigeria to win. Um, and particularly after my first and second choice in Senegal, then Morocco, mm. both were, were dumped out the tournament. Um, but I'm very, very surprised at how they went about that final. And I think, again, it was the crowd, the atmosphere that drowned them. Because Nigeria were... They were better... Ironically, Nigeria were better early parts of this tournament. Yeah. Where you could see what they were doing. Yeah. The girls... The goals weren't coming in buckets. But you but could see it. But they were doing... They were playing and creating. Yeah. You could see how good they could be. Um, and then they kind of came out and in the South Africa game, they were nowhere. I mean, South Africa absolutely beat them around the park, yeah. right? Um, and then you thought, okay, geez, now they're in the final. The history, you know. See, that's what I'm saying. For me, they were playing not to lose rather mm. than to win games. Fair enough. And and it worked for them. And if they won the tournament, then how would you describe how South Africa played? Because South Africa was good. Okay. Pretty much the same. We, we were our best, strongest part was our defense. Mm. Um, offensively, we weren't scoring goals, which yeah. is like the Nigeria. Yeah. That's uh, even before the South Africa Nigeria game. I'd say it's going to go to penalties. Yeah. And people are like, why am I like, those are two countries that don't score? They didn't score. And when they did score, there's penalties, even yeah. during the 90 minutes. So, 
Oh, yeah, they got a penalty first. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They don't score in open play. So. That was, uh, barring everything Cote d'Ivoire have done, because they, they probably had the most dramatic arc of any team to yes. win an AFCON yes. ever. Yeah. But that moment in the 90th minute for Bavana Bavana v Nigeria, that was the crazy thing I had <laughs> And then the Kulisum down moment as well. That could have been the yeah. dagger. Yeah. Like you score on the other end, you're celebrating 2 0 uh, we're through. Uh, yeah. Nigerians, South Africa over, and in Nigeria going crazy. Referee says, bring it back, Penn, South Africa. And then South Africa, you could see just up the level. Uh, unfortunately, couldn't make it through via penalties, which I thought was interesting. I spoke to DK about that game. Yeah. And I said, I pick Nigeria because I really do believe in, in football heritage. Mm. Like, whatever happens or has happened over the past 10, 20 years matters in a one-off game 20 years from the start of whatever time yeah. timeline we're looking at. The same thing was true for Morocco when South Africa beat them. Yeah. Um, South Africa also had an exceptional record, which I was unaware of against Morocco. Against Morocco, yeah. But also Morocco have been dismal at the AFCON since when the 70s when they won it. Yeah. And that matters. You could see the players wilt under the pressure of... Oh, you guys choke always at major tournaments, even after having the, um, the world number one or the continental number one tag um, attached to you. So heritage matters. And I just kind of, I got the sense that South Africa would lose that. And not because they were, they were very good. They played better than I thought they would. Mm-hmm. But I thought heritage would matter. And, and maybe it did. Maybe Ronald Williams not saving a single penalty was that. Look, also, we have to be fair. Um, and... It being fair, maybe critical of South Africa at some point, there's no way you're going to win three penalty shootouts in a row, mate, yeah, in the tournament. You know? Um, and in my opinion, if South Africa was going to do well, the, the later got in the, in the tournament, the mode was going to go to penalties. Mm. It was going to be more about stopping them from scoring, yeah, and we might, we might not score. Yeah. That's always our story. Um, but they mustn't score. Yeah, yeah, you got through the first penalty shootout, fine. The second one was like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, bro. But but you know what, Cease? Do do you feel like at any moment there was too much trusting the analytics and not just playing the moments, particularly that Nigeria game? Can Mm. I I tell you why? What? For that trusty Kong penalty, I'm not sure if you saw before the penalty was taken, Ronwin, like, looking to the sidelines, like, Mm. which way should I go? Yes. Obviously, the analytics team had sat mm. down and done their numbers. Yeah, and said yeah, 60%, yeah. 70%. Yeah. But I was like, also, fair enough. It's good to know which way players typically go. But also, you've got to trust the moment, right? Mm. Knowing, of course, that these guys have also sat down and said, oh, this is his game now. He's looked at the data and knows trust usually goes there. So you go, yeah. Goes there. Yeah. So, so you've got to also play the moment. And I'm not critiquing your own. I think he was brilliant. I think he was a star of this tournament. Him and Mukwena, I think. Man. Yeah. Um, with the standouts. Yeah, and it's funny, then McQueen goes and misses the goes penalty that game as well. It's just funny. It's just life. With of the scoring ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thought there was too much analytics involved mm. at some point. I remember there was a, a United game some time back, some years ago, uh, in against Sevilla, I think. It could have been a final or semi-final. Mm. Anyway, it went to a, a penalty shootout, and I think there were like 10 penalties taken. The hair didn't save one. Yeah. Um, and in the end, someone got a, a picture in the back of the hair's net, mm. by where he keeps his towel or whatever, was this oh, yes, on the, of players yeah. and where they shoot. And he was being criticized for not having saved one, even yeah. having had that information. Yeah. I was like, yeah, because like you said, it's in the moment. Yeah. 
I could go left every day. Yeah, fair. But I can still go left high or left low. Yeah, left, yeah there's, I mean, there's so many variables. <laughs> like, like, so he was criticized heavily for that, like, get cheat notes and still couldn't save one. I was like, <laughs> like, like, you cheated you know, and failed? Like, like, and still couldn't pass. I'm like, nah, bro. He hasn't so even knowing all of... Yeah, that's, that's strange. Crazy. That's strange, isn't it? You know, I mean, and he should have never left United to start with. But they, they let him leave, because they said, thanks. Yeah, but now, do you think they regret it? Possibly. Oh, which brings me to our next talking point. Um, and this is an important one because we have to monitor this guy going forward. I always felt, and I don't know if I said it to you, that Onana needs the Afghan break to get his confidence up, mm-hmm. to return to England, to go and try and salvage yeah, some yeah. sort of yeah. you know, situation there. And I fear he's going back to England worse, or he's gone back to England even in a worse state mentally and emotionally than he was before this whole thing started. He's got a brilliant poker face, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what my issue with Onana is? If we're going to be, like, real technical. I feel like Onana is a decent keeper, like most are. You're not going to find at this level of football, like, terrible keepers, right? Mm. Um, but my issue is that he, he always puts the team in danger. Do you get me? Even when he's making a save, he's not pushing the ball to the area in which there's the least danger he's for the he's team. He's unorthodox. You get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to make the save. It's going to drop right in mm. the six. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and, and particularly in that game, who did you play now this past weekend? Wolves. Yeah. Was it Wolves? No, it no, no, it was Wolves. We won three, it was it's Villa. It was, Villa, yeah, it's yeah, one. Villa. A lot of it is like situations and moments that only increase pressure on you defensively and otherwise. So, yeah, I, I haven't seen still what you were expecting, but we also anticipated that would come off the back of a partially successful AFCON, right? Like, maybe he plays three games and maybe gets into the round of season. Yeah. But obviously now it all got very awkward for No. Him. I don't think it helped. Um, so, I, I don't know. I mean, it's sad. It's sad when you look at it that way. Because you, you have to wonder, me. you have to then wonder, especially as a United fan, um, what do we do with this guy? He's clearly broken. You know, and, and being a good keeper, you're right. You're a good keeper, you're a good player. To have even gotten there, you have to be somewhat good. But a lot of it depends on how you, where you are emotionally. Mm. A lot of it depends on where you are spiritually. And, and I, I fear in those two aspects, he's broken. Yeah. He's a broken man. Back home, no one believes in him. Here, mm. no one believes in him. And he's possibly questioning himself. And all you need is a little bit of self-doubt. Yeah. And everything falls apart. Problems. I'm mm. actually trying to find a very interesting stat because I believe... Uh, I'm scrolling through the stats thing here. I believe Unana is actually up there in terms of clean sheets. Yeah, yeah. Yes, top I five. Top five, yeah? Mm. Oh, damn, I can't find the... Top five mm. in the PL. Yeah, I can back you up on that one. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's the most shocking. Yeah, so he's, uh, he's actually second. He's second. He's joined second with um, Alison Becker, mm-hmm. David Raya, uh, and first is Pickford with eight. Jordan Pickford. Yeah. But get this, from the top five, he's conceded the second most goals, 33. His the other two, or Alison Becker, has conceded 19, and then Fulham and and uh, Arsenal. Oh, David Wright, 18 actually from Arsenal. But now, do you see how deceiving those stats are? You, you see what I mean? When you say clean sheets and you look at that alone, it looks like it's good, it's good. But then when you take those numbers and you actually look into them, yeah, because he's, he's conceding, conceding a lot, but almost twice as much as the people he's competing with. Yeah, it's jeez, yeah, no, I oh jeez, yeah, no, that's a, quite a fair bit of goals then. Yeah, and just for context, I mean, 30 is, is where you are if you're. In that relegation space. Oh, Jesus, exactly. what, 50? Lord have mercy, what's happening with Brandon? That's bottom half. Goodness, yeah, that that's, is... That's what's bottom, that's bottom half, half of the table, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Goodness. Um, you know, I guess time will tell what happens with him, see. Yeah. So, so, so just by the way, um, on another tangent, did you see Drickus post the Bafana Bafana support video? 
Oh no. You did. No. He tell, tell me about it. I swear, it. I, I can't. I can't show it to you. I don't have Instagram yeah, yeah. at the moment. And just tell me about it. Yeah, he he posted a whole video. Uh, super excited. Yeah. I think someone said, you know, one, two, three, go. Yeah. And then they just said energy, energy, and and he, and he was like, yeah, come on, Bafana, we're supporting you, nah, nah, nah. And he put it on his Instagram as like a real whatever. Yeah. It's like brilliant. 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 Love Good this. for you. I and. Good for you, my man. I've I've been your biggest critique in that regard. Good for you. Isn't that right? Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. It feels almost like he listened to the podcast yes. we put out and said, yes. oh, geez. The last person I expected to post that video. That's why I'm so shocked. Pleasantly. I, I wish I could I wish I could find the video. I, I've, I'll been show trying, you I've been trying to get a one-on-one with him. He's been a good busy. Um we're trying to get one for next week now. Um but you see that even changes my whole going into that. Going into that, but my outlook going into that. Because I'm not gonna go in there bashing or disrespecting yeah, yeah, the dude. I mean I don't wanna course, die. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know? One punch in that guy sees. And we're right one in one the picture. <laughs> But um, I would never disrespect him to his face. But yeah. I, those are issues I wanted to touch on respectfully. You know, look, um, for you know the yeah. other side of South Africa, yeah. don't you think? Uh, and if he's already started in that mm. regard, that's so. I, great I look for at him. that and I smile. Great for him. Great for him. Yes. I know Black South Africa, and this is through conversations. Yeah, and with other people, Black South Africa felt like there's a war, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm um, so grateful that he put that video out. I'm not oh, sure man. If, how many people saw it and how yeah. it was received. But I was just, I was really glad because that's exactly what he needs to be doing. Exactly. Um, no, that's, that's... Yeah, so if you get that interview, it'll be nice to talk about that. Oh, bro. What is he, is he available? What did he say? Um, he, had a, he had a, I think in Menlin. Oh, yes, yes, Saturday. a whole meet and greet, yeah. And then, yeah, but then we thought it would be best for the team if we waited until after the AFCON, and the AFCON vibe dies, which is actually a good thing. Yeah. Um, and then have uh, a whole 15 minutes on him. Yeah. So this is great that he's done that, so that we can look for him next week and follow up on that. Yeah, good. I, I tried to speak to Drickus once. I remember I got his number, I called him, I said, Drick, you know, what's up, buddy? Um, and he took my calls and everything. We had such a pleasant conversation. Mm. For like 10, 15 minutes, I'm just there. He doesn't know who I am. I cold call him. Hey, what's up, Trickers? Got your number from, you know, X person. Can, um, you know, I want to set up an interview with you. Calm, good, oh, oh, all good and well. And then I said, oh, how's the UFC? Because that was after, I think, his first or second fight there. Yeah. How's the experience? Nah, nah, nah. A whole chat, right? Which is why I've never had any issue with the guy. I just, you know, felt like he needs to do a little bit more. We'll cross yeah. the line. But, um, yeah, a whole chat. And then he just stopped taking my calls. Really? Yeah. Stop uh, responding my messages and uh, you know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. so confident after that I came back telling Vic, like Vic, I got a big one. Yeah. Um and just stop taking my messages, stop taking my calls, and that was that. And that's the experience I have. So I would love for you to get it. Uh, yeah. I think if you get it, I'm gonna go you with must you. Come with. Just yeah. be like, hey, what's come up, buddy? With. Yeah, I would love come to with. be there. I'd love to be there. Um what else happened on the calendar, sis? Um, oh, apparently we're talking uh, Mugwena and, and how well he's done. Um, apparently there's interest in him. This, this is a surprise for me. Um, and it's a, it's a good surprise, but it's just like, wow, it came a little late. And it shows the problem we've got in South Africa in not qualifying for major tournaments. Major tournaments. Guy's 27 now. Right. We've known he's been dope since he was like 18. He broke into the PSL yeah, as a teenager. Been dope. Um, but no one's paying attention to South African football. Like that, talking agents. Outside of the tournament. Yeah. So now apparently there's interest from all over, but they haven't come up with which clubs. And I'm like, I hope it doesn't end up in Belgium or somewhere. Mm. And I hope it's somewhere decent at 27. Yeah. You know, but at 27, you know, it's hard. It's hard. But yeah, good luck to him. Um, his agent, Clint Binkin, who's a very good agent. Really? Yeah, one of the best. Um, one of the most powerful. Let's put it I don't that think way. it's that bad, Tease. 
I think 27 on 28 is... Look, he's not going to... For your first time out of Africa. Yeah, look, he, I think he should go still. Yeah. I, I, if we're being realistic, I don't think he's going to crack a major team in a major... You know what I mean? But if he can take a Belgium, why not? Take a Belgium, possibly get yourself in the Champions League, show yourself a bit there, you know? Yeah. And obviously, we are speculating on just on age alone. But who knows? He could be the first dude who goes out of 27, 28 and, and really makes a big splash. And also, the, you make the point because... We, I, I think it's, it's almost like being haters. Mm. But that Andrew Charlie went to um, Belgium, mm. spent a few years in Belgium, good five or so years, came back to Sundowns. But it didn't in any way hurt his career, except when you always say, so if it's, oh, but it's not the big leagues. You know yeah, what I mean? What does that matter? So if you go play in France, is it a problem now? Yeah, it is, because no one watches French football, right? Yeah, but now but you have to look at the level at which you're playing. It's yeah. not about who's watching. It's mm. about your game yeah. and what it does for, for, for the rest of us here in South Africa yeah. when you come and you play for the national team. I don't think you'll go out there, play at that level, and come back a worse player. No, no way. <laughs> no. It's impossible. No. Because also, you know I, I, mean? I, think, I think South Africa's... South Africans need to also have a very, like, Realistic. sober mind about this league. Mm. Do you get me? Like, in as much as, yes, a bunch of players who play in the DSCB Premiership finished third at AFCON, Kudos to them. But this is not a fantastic league. It doesn't automatically mean because Cape Verde went as deep as they did, the football in Cape Verde is thriving at a domestic level. No. The two things don't necessarily go together. Mm. And it's only to say there is no stretch of the imagination where Belgium is a worse off league than the DSTV Premiership. It's not possible. It's just not possible, Cease. No. It's, 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 not, it's not computable across every stats and metric that players in Belgium are playing in a worse league than they are here in the DSTV Premiership. We don't watch it, so we don't appreciate it. Mm. But the fact that he's there... I mean, Belgium is top, what, top 10 in Europe? Yeah. That Belgium league? Yeah. The thing um, is, money-wise, Sundowns can match that. In terms of how much they pay him? Yeah. See, there's, 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 but only Sundowns. Yeah, I mean, look, if it's about... It's, well, I think that the bigger appeal to Belgium would be if he can crack one of those clubs and make Champions League. Yes. Then why not? Um, yeah. What are those teams? Percy was there for me. Those Pata Prague. You know those type of teams? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Crack, my thing is go to one of those teams. If you can go to one of those teams, then you have massive... I mean, who doesn't want to play Champions League football? Even if you know... At any level, yeah. You're yeah. not going to win the whole thing. Yeah. To play V Madrid, mm. to play V the biggest teams in the world, mm. who wouldn't want that opportunity? And they match whatever Sundowns get prop, maybe more. Yeah. Than, I don't know how it works. Because back in the day, when we were still doing well internationally, there was the, the brothers... What were their names? I forget them now. They played for Swallows. One yeah. of them played for a Russian team. Yeah. They played in the Champions League. Yeah. And there's a story, um, a wonderful story about how they were sitting in the change room before playing Barcelona. Yeah. And the coach asks, and like, just asks, okay, guys, who's going to mark Ronaldinho? Mm. And he says, no, no one said anything. Just the whole team just turned towards him wow. and just looked at him as like, as if you're the only guy. You got it. Yeah, you're the only guy oh, who's got incredible. this job. And you know, stories like that, but then. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Matthew Booth played in Russia for a good number of years. Um, and in Russia, they've got this thing where at the end of the season, the local best 11 plays against the foreigners, the oh, best 11. Oh, I see. An all-star level type game. And he was captain of the foreign team for a number of occasions. Wow. So that means he was playing at a very high level. High level yeah. yeah, including Champions League. Stiga Fredericks, another guy who I'm close to, who's played in Russia. Yeah. And only has good things to say. Standard, yeah. everything. And then he got there, he got to learn things he didn't know, yeah, then he reckons he should have known at 17. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, You're also not running the risk of having teams pull out because they haven't paid their players for weeks. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> so That's most important. You get me. At administration, every level, I just think, for that team, there were so many players who I watched and thought, geez, 
probably come too late this. Mukwena being yeah, a partner Ronwin. on that list. Ronwin. Ronwin in particular. Like, damn it. Why couldn't this have happened a few years Zwane. ago? Tao, for some reason, was disappointing. Yeah. Maybe that's tactically. It was a tactical thing from um, one of the uh, people he spoke to apparently mentioned the tactics mm. aren't necessarily what he's used to, mm. but he'll do it the best oh, for the team. Oh, I and, see. You know what I mean? But it's not his strengths. A lot we're of running back that way. Yeah, we're not playing to his strengths. Mm. You know, so... Um, maybe lastly for me, I don't know if you saw Timbo Gorimbo, the, the guy, the UFC fighter who the Rock bought a house for from Zim. Yeah, yeah. He won his fight. He won his first fight since the Rock bought him a home. Yeah. So he's two and one. That's two and one loss in the UFC. Mm. Um, so it was an incredible performance. Knocked the guy out in like 30-something seconds. And already started the title calls, you know. Yeah, I got yeah. this year. This year I'm getting that belt. And I'll be honest, I just feel like such a cynic every time I sit on the seat. I never thought, as I never thought for Drickers, that Timber's skill had the skill level to Dude. match up with some of those guys. Mm. He's in a deep division because I think he's there where Izzy is, if I'm not mistaken. He's Ooh, a no, he's a, no, no, he's there by Usman. But he's still, a, he's a still, he's a both those divisions are... Yeah, it's scary, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> both those divisions it's, are dark, bro. It's, it's dark, dark, I'm deep very, dark. I'm very worried about him in that. But look, he knocked the guy out, yeah. which I always said this would be the most important performance because after all the hype around, the rock bought him a house. People are waiting for this one yeah. to be like, hey, yeah. uh, look at the, what the rock bought a house for. But he needed to win. And, and then he goes and wins not only... He gets the win, but he gets it emphatically as well. So yeah. I'm absolutely thrilled. Probably performance of the day, yeah? Yeah, yeah. He And, and maybe a little bonus to go with the grand, I think. I think he's back in Zim at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so he's a welterweight, just to clarify. Mm. So this welterweight division is Leon Edwards champion. Yep. Kamaru Forget Usman, about it, bro. Bilal Muhammad was 10 Dude. Shafkat Romanov, who everybody days. believes is next. Gilbert Burns. Yeah. If you still Everyone sleeps on Gilbert Burns, in my opinion, by Gilbert, the way. Lord. I think the world sleeps on Gilbert Burns. Sean Big Brady, Stephen Thompson. Yep. Jeff Neal. And Stephen Thompson is still further down. Yeah, yeah Stephen Thompson, he's yeah. like, like seven now after that loss he took. Yeah. Um, Kevin Holland, who's like 13. 13, bro. Ian Gary, Neil Ma Oh, nah, no, forget it, bro. There's been a lot of talk about Ian Gary, though. It's, yeah, a lot, yeah. Have you, have you. I haven't seen him fight much. So, Good but night. I hear there's uh, so much talk to a point where it's like, okay, should I be sitting up and. I've heard Joe Rogan in them because I'm a big fan of Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. I've mentioned him a few times, and when they mention you, it's, it's worth sitting up and, and taking note of. Yeah. So I what know do you he think a, of him? Yeah. Listen, I've, I've watched, uh, let me tell you the fights I've watched. I've seen him fight uh, Rodriguez. Yeah. I saw his recent one versus uh, Magny as well, mm. Neil Magny, which wasn't, I'll be honest with you, wasn't a great fight. Yeah, yeah. It from what a, I hear yeah, from both Joe and them, yeah. Decision fight versus Neil Magny, but he's he's got this weird characteristic where he came in hot and everyone was like, ah, oh, this guy, all mm. loved him, kind of like um, uh, comes out, comes out, yeah, yeah. We were all like ah, oh, this yeah, guy, yeah, and then just via his poor mic work, yes, and just antics, yeah, the, the narrative really started to change. So yeah, I mean, okay, all of that outside, I think he's a, he's a decent fighter, really good fighter. Um, I don't see him as like a dominant champion in the division, mm. but I think he's a guy who can crack, crack top five, probably have a, a, a crack at the belt at some point for sure. I think in the UFC, whether the antics are working for you or not, right? If you've got us talking about you, you're already doing something right. Yeah. Oh, um, sorry, the big thing with him was his, he took his wife's last His wife, yep, yep, yep. What does he do? I don't know. She wrote a book about being a wag or something like that. That's the whole thing that, like, Colby was chomping on about. Yeah, everybody's been going on. Yeah, yeah. Like your wife is kind of writing books about how to be, like, a, 
you know, a wagon, a sports girlfriend, and like kind of, you know, milk it. What are you doing? Um, then <laughs> so from that perspective, he's, he's taking a lot of slack. <gasps> I didn't understand the wife because I was trying to figure out, okay, so what does the wife do? Yeah, she is. Yeah, okay, so it's like Mahomes' wife. She's grabbing all the attention yeah, away exactly, from, exactly. from him. Away from him and his performances. But I, I think decent fighter. I do, I do suspect uh, he can possibly get himself in that top five in, in a title shot. But against the top five guys, that I don't division, think though. that division is so deep. I think Usman... I still, you, know, you know, I still... Just that division alone, and this is what makes it interesting about um, the guy we were originally talking about yeah. when we got into the subject. Gilbert Burns, for me... Two or three fights, the right two or three fights, yeah. And he's up there. He's really. I think he can take anyone. He can crack anybody. In that. I agree, but he, he kind of crumbled right in that Usman fight. Yeah, I it's do, Usman. He fought so well this uh, Chimaev. It's Usman. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think he can. With and Usman, for me, my old, my only answer would always be it's, it's Usman. Fair enough. It's the greatest welterweight of all time, Fair in my enough. opinion. Fair enough. You know, so and there's Leon, bro. Who's, who's not a slouch either? You know. Yeah. Well, you're an absolute stud. Uh, Stephen Thompson is also... So, look, let's assume uh, the fight that my man is calling for, Timber, is actually this uh, Shafkat fight, which I think is a terrible matchup for him. Uh, I think Shafkat is perfect in the UFC Yeah. Uh, at the moment. Um, and he t- took apart Stephen Thompson in, in such an incredible way uh, via submission. Mm. So, I just... Yeah. I, I that, that, that. Is, that is the way to go with Thompson, though. Yeah, maybe Thompson. But Thompson also is... A 45-year-old yeah, veteran like, doesn't look like he's stepping down any time. Time will tell. I, look, I would love it for Tim. I, Timber's the one guy I want to be wrong about. Like, let me sit here and say, I don't think he's going to do it, and then he goes and does it. Please, Lord, let that happen. Especially in that division. Yeah, let that happen. Well, I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't expect Leon to get as far as he did. And look, he's champion now. Mm. And now I have respect. I have nothing but respect for him. Yeah. You know, nothing but respect. If you're going to beat Usman twice... Hands up. You know what I mean? You shouted me up. Not um, sure. I just don't know about Timber, like, what his strength is. You know, like, Leon did one thing well, which was his striking. His mm. kickboxing was always elite. Yeah. And then he started to add all the other mixed martial arts elements. I don't know what the elite thing is that I, I think Timber's elite at and can build around that. But then, isn't that what we're saying about Drikas? I guess. Where it's like, I don't know what this dude is good at. Like, he's, he's there. Drikas is actually a really good wrestler. I, I don't know if it's elite wrestler, yeah. but he's a good wrestler. But I think, I think with Drikas, a lot of it is hard. And I think a lot, you know, I also think with because rugby plays a lot into, you know, yeah, the mentality. Which you want to ask me about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. part of the South African culture is rugby for young men of Vikas's background. And look, we, we make sometimes not the best rugby players, but mentally the toughest rugby yeah. players are from here. You know? Hey, let me be wrong. Let me be wrong about my boy Timber. Let's fingers crossed, bro. Let me be wrong. Fingers um, crossed. Let, let's 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 all be wrong about him. Where, where's he staying in Miami? Yeah, Miami. Miami. He had a. Uh, uh, like not enough no distractions. Not enough distractions yeah, there. <laughs> no, Mevo was staying with them when he went. Yeah. Because him and No trained here, and then No went to America to fight that yeah. fight, big fight that he lost, unfortunately. Yeah, because Miami's three distractions in Miami. I'm sure bro. they had a good time, eh? Bro. <laughs> One of my best friends went to Miami, and. Um, it comes back it's certainly not Zimbabwe, right? No, no. It's, it's not Mashingo, that's for sure. Like, you're not in Mbare when you're in Miami. That's... So it comes back, and I'm like, so how's Miami? He's like, but people are walking around not dressed all day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, they're undressed all day. Topless. All day. Bikini mummies. All day. 
I'm like, wow. It's not a place you go to to, to focus. Right? No. Like, I'm moving to Miami to focus on focus my cross. Get away from it all. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. I mean, they made the movie Miami Vice for, for a reason. reason. <laughs> Will Smith didn't write Welcome no, to Miami. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, Welcome to Miami with a coming on and a body down. You didn't do all of that no, for well, a space where you go to focus. Yeah, The Rock's going to think, next time The Rock buys anyone a house, think Ohio. For Nebraska. Utah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nevada, somewhere in the desert. Like. Love that. Love that. Anyways, yeah. that's all we have time for, mate. Yeah, man. So, uh, <laughs> hopefully we'll be back soon and see the ladies soon as well. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, and hopefully we'll be talking to Drake very soon also. Yeah, man. We'll let you know on that, yeah? Yeah, of course. Please. Sure. Right. Cheerio, gang. Cheers. Television meets radio. Radio. The Vision View Sports Show. Sports Show. Subscribe on Vision View TV to watch the Vision View Sports Show. Subscribe.